0: B. Mitchell Finley, 106.7 The Fan. In just a minute or two, we're going to talk with our friend Peter Rosenberg Peter. from ESPN New York. I'm really curious for Peter what he thinks the biggest story at the Combine and at the across the NFL is right now.
1: Daniel Jones won 40 plus me.
0: <laughs> Joking. I mean, what do we always say for players? Get every dime you can. Ask for it all, man. I wonder what the Giants will do in that situation.
1: Would you pay Daniel Jones forty mil? I don't know if I could pay Daniel Jones $40 million, but I will get him close
0: to it. But, I mean, then it's like, well, what's your option? Yeah. Well, they got to figure it out. I mean, if you look at the quarterbacks making forty mil or more per year, Dak, But Stafford, I think we got to stop
1: looking at that because I think the NFL sure. and the way that their thing is set up with the quarterbacks and how they get paid, the percentage that they – we can't compare him to the other guys. And then when Dak got his, the salary cap was different. So we're going to see some guys that probably shouldn't be getting paid getting paid. Like, my, I was watching the thing with Michael Jordan today. Like he said, like, back in the day, when the corporate people came to them, they had proven what they were about already. Today, guys get money, get paid a certain way just because that's what the kind the CBA states. That's got to go along with it.
0: Yeah, I I'm, I don't necessarily I... – Disagree with that. I think um, just because, I mean, we saw it here with the Kirk situation. Yeah, the highest paid player isn't always about the best player. It's about the most good player whose contract came up at that time, at the right time. And,
1: and then the thing for me, I think the, the the simple notion that the quarterback is the better player on all the teams is just asinine.
0: Sure highest paid doesn't always mean best yeah right now let's get to the bet ql guest line welcome in our friend mr peter rosenberg espn new york hot 97 the cheap heat podcast peter what's going on man how are you buddy yo i am
2: good guys how you doing
0: we're good uh, man. We're, we're doing well man so I, I wanted to ask you this question i just got back from three days in indy and i i know for you in new york with so many sports and so much going on that like the the sports world is probably bigger the NFL dominates no matter where you are, right?
2: Um, yeah. Not in New York this, all the time. Yeah, especially the yeah. Knicks the won Yankees like seven and the in the row, right? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the Knicks surging has become the thing. Um, the the but the Rodgers story, the Rodgers Jets, the it, it's like the ro- the big story we do every day right now is basically the Jets and Rodgers/Car. That's kind of the story. Yeah, he's a little
0: mentally fragile. He might be afraid of New York, man. So here's my question then: Knowing you're in New York, and New York often drives the biggest story, what do you think the biggest story in the entire NFL is?
2: Oh man, see, I'm probably the I'm I, I, I'm probably the bad person to ask because obviously my interests are, are more similar to yours. But um, I guess based on based on that way of putting it. I feel like the Rodgers decision and, and him going to the hole and coming out of it is the biggest thing going in football.
0: The, the hole is very bizarre. So, B, I think it's Lamar. I, I think I think Lamar is ahead of Rodgers because – Dan is ahead of and, Lamar. As as good as Rodgers has been, I mean, he, I think he just won back-to-back MVPs, not this past season, but two years ago. I yep. think Lamar is just so much younger, and there's, like, more of an – existential question for the NFL if they're going to go to fully guarantee, another fully guaranteed deal for a contract, for a quarterback. And I, I think you
2: can argue that the commander's sale might be bigger than all of it. You, you know, I think that it depends how you like the, the metric you use. I would say the commander story is the biggest like non-football story. It's sort of the thing like hovering over it like every day. It seems like it, it's also an endless story. I mean, how long has the commander's – the commander's disaster shenanigans now slash sale has been a primary story for so long that it's almost hard to fully grade it because it's like such a constant story. The Lamar one's been creeping up. I think the Rodgers one was big first, and the Lamar one is getting better because it seems like that one also has this question mark, not only about like guaranteed contracts, especially with potentially fragile quarterbacks. But also what the relationship is in in Baltimore, how that frayed, and then to me, there's the underlying story with Jamar. If you guys remember back to the um, the end of the season, when you know some of his teammates were speaking, and it sounded like there were question marks about whether they thought he could be there or not. Like there's there's a lot that's interesting. I think the Lamar situation's so hard because I think judging him as a quarterback is so phenomenally difficult. It, it, it really is,
0: and. One thing that's happening here is it's easy to look at the commander's decisions. Really, their bigger decisions so far in free as the new season unfolds, tagging Deron Payne and rolling with Sam Howell. You can make a football case for both of them. Like you, you really only seen Payne be productive at an extremely high level for a year. Maybe you want to see it again. You the Howell thing. I, I think he's a legitimately intriguing option. Maybe you want to try to develop your own guy. You haven't done that then you look at it through this money lens and it's like, oh man, they're just being cheap because they need a new owner. So in Baltimore, you can look at it as they're just being cheap. They don't want to pay them. Or this is a guy that's missed 10 games in the last two years. Do you really want to fully guarantee that deal? And it's, it's, it's remarkable when you look at him through two different prisms.
2: And when you look at the Lamar one, it's tough. Cause you know, I've, I've definitely been a Lamar defender when people have questioned him. And for a while said, Hey, you know, I don't think people actually give him the credit he deserves um for like they even over exaggerate how much of a non-passer he is if you will but at the same time if you look at the stats for lamar since the mvp like you just got to be honest like the trajectory has not been going the right direction he does not have recency on his side he just doesn't over the last couple of years and then the not playing part so like i would be It's weird. I'd be hesitant. I got to tell you, like, let's say all of a sudden Washington got into the Lamar Jackson business and they're not going to, I'm firmly, I firmly at this point believe they are 100% going with Sam Howell. But if they, if somehow we heard they were in that business, I got to tell you guys, I feel like I'd have like RG three flashbacks of like, is this going to work out? Or is this guy going to get hurt? And we're going to be talking about Taylor Heineke being quarterback again. Um, I just I just couldn't feel 100% confidence, even though if you get 100% Lamar Jackson, you're getting a guy who is like just a defensive coordinator's nightmare.
0: Mm-hmm. It, it is remarkable. He is definitely that. And, and then what do you think happens with the Jets then? I'm sure that's the time. I kind of feel like they're going to get Rodgers. Do you think it happens? I, I, to me, you got an owner kind of driving the boat. We want
2: the biggest name we can get. I mean, listen. I think I think Woody will do whatever it takes to get to to get him. I also think, by the way, if the rumors are true that coming out of Green Bay yesterday, that the Packers are in fact ready to move on and go to Jordan Love. If that's in fact true, with a contract as huge as 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 Rodgers, don't you guys think it would be insane if they really let the whole NFC thing get in the way? Like, there's not enough. AFC suitors out there. He can go
1: wherever he wants to go.
2: Exactly. (laughs) If you you want to get out of $50 million a year, if that's what you're trying to do, in my mind, so what if he's in San Francisco? By the way, Packers, y'all couldn't beat San Francisco when you had Rodgers and they had Jimmy G. So, don't think about what conference he's in. If you're ready to move on, move on. And I think think the question on whether or not he takes the Jets cuts to the core of who Aaron Rodgers is. Like, listen, bro, you want to go out and hang with your buddy Devonte and put up numbers and be a big deal in in Las Vegas, a fun new flashy situation, or do you want to join a team in the hardest media market you could go to, but a team that is built to compete right now? Because let's be honest, guys, he goes to the Raiders. They may get to nine and eight or something. Right. They're not. A, they don't become a contender. I think we all agree. Uh, you tell me what you guys think. The Jets add Rodgers. I'm not saying they're a Super Bowl contender, but I think we're all putting them in the playoffs, and mm-hmm. no one will be surprised to see them win a game or two in the playoffs.
0: I agree. Yeah, that. I mean, I think that Jets defense way better than the Raiders defense. I think the Jets, maybe you got the Bills, you got Josh Allen, the Dolphins look good, but if you're in the AFC West and you know you're facing Mahomes and Andy Reid, before we even talk about a rebuilt Denver or whatever Sandy or L.A. might be with
2: Herbert, yeah, it's hard to... The Jets, let's put it this way. The Jets with Rodgers, I believe next year become the best team in the East. I I think that the Bills will be very good and competitive. I think they're probably going to start slipping season by season from where they were. If you go to, if you go to Vegas, bro, you got problems up and down that whole division. Like, I don't think the path is that easy. And guys, I'll tell you right now, the, the, in Garrett Wilson here, it, they have, they have their Garrett Wilson is Terry. Okay, they have a they have a dude just like that, an awesome, awesome yeah. threaded receiver, and then they may have a forever corner in Sauce Gardner already. Mm. Studs, yeah. But is, is is
1: Aaron? They need to. I think when they do their little, um, bring him in for a visit, he must do a psychological evaluation. The dude, <laughs> something wrong, something mentally wrong with him, dude.
2: Bro, he, he, we were talking about Boy, this He's yesterday. not a team guy. Because I
1: look at him last year. Like, we can sit out and talk about what he did two years ago. He looked awful last year.
2: Yeah, he, 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 he was not great last year. They had that losing streak in the middle of the season. I always felt that when he was banged up, they should have given Jordan Love a start when they were heading into the bye week so they could have really gotten a look at Jordan Love, you know, starting an actual game. But I, we were debating yesterday. You know, in terms of, like, how obnoxiously they talk, how pompous they are when they deal with the media. The only comp I can see for these two people are each other: Kyrie Irving and Aaron Rodgers. Wow, they, they're they're mm. like two peas in a pod, and I can't think of anyone else quite like either of them. I
0: don't think Rodgers like talked about <laughs> his weird YouTube movies, though. So there is one little difference there. <laughs> yeah.
2: But I, I, no, yeah, there is. But he said his share of of inflammatory, like what? Yeah, maybe he's sure. not that far, but he's said and his
0: stuff. the the condescending nature with which they approach all things public life you know what i yeah. mean like everybody else knows less than them is yeah, how they approach yeah. most things they're not dead right yep um uh, I mean, how's everything with you
2: man you good yeah man i'm uh i'm good trying to get ready for a, a wedding get get you know get that whole thing together figure that out which uh i forgot is is complicated <laughs> and uh requires a lot getting married for your
0: wedding getting married adds so much stress Whoa. to your life dude I, godspeed good luck man jp come here i you i there's a lot of things i think i could help peter with and eh, maybe not a lot but a few uh, wedding is not one of them not in any yeah, and capacity by the way, and by the
2: way don't forget guys i can help myself <laughs> <laughs> that's true i could i can advise myself but like i forgot like i just forgot that it's a consuming thing until you have all like the details in place but uh no man, I'm having a good time. I'm 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 feeling good. Um the the Knicks thing has been fun to watch to have them like look like they could actually be competitive cuz the only thing I hate man is that we're in this period you guys know it where you know baseball season's far away. And let's be honest, even when baseball season gets started, if it wasn't for these new rule changes, thank God for the rule changes. It'll give us conversation around baseball, right? But like besides that, these are the dog days that can be tough. You guys have the benefit of an absolutely insane football team that doesn't ever go away, <laughs> you know? But otherwise, it could be hard doing sports talk every day when, when football quiet. Wedding question
0: for Rosenberg, and then we'll run. People at their weddings often like to celebrate what they love. Your true love is music and DJing. Will you DJ your own wedding?
2: You know, i thought about that. We're, we're going really late. Um, we, we, we I have mean, like you a dropped an album bit- called Real Late. That's a yo, facts. And uh and uh, we actually have the venue until two AM. So like, is there a chance that I would get on in like what would be the after hours? I have considered that, but like not to pull a total stunt, but it is a, a dream come true. I, I do have funk flex DJing at my wedding. So, it's gonna know. be
0: I, we need the air horn right here to, to celebrate <laughs> that. Hey, thank you for the time, dude. I appreciate appreciate it. it. Later boys. Talk next week. That's our guy, Peter Rosenberg. Next time Rosenberg's in town, I know where I'm taking him, and I know that they'll let him put a DJ set on if he wants to. That is the Cloakroom, nominated multiple times for Best Overall Gentleman's Club in the country, and it just got even better. Located on 5th and K Northwest, the Cloak Room is the first gentleman's club in the United States to have a sports book. That's right, their own sports book. You can place wagers at traditional bedding windows or kiosks while you're enjoying the entertainment. If you're not into that, take an elevator up to the beautiful year-round a climate-controlled sportsbook and lounge called Over/Under, state-of-the-art retractable roof and TV showing all the games. Can't wait for March Madness over there. They've got a killer bourbon selection, drink specials all the time, Bloody Marys and mimosas on weekend mornings. You got to check them out. cloakroomdc.com.